Hey everyone, welcome to Not the Girlies podcast with Britt and Jazz. Hey guys. <laughs> Today we have a full episode and we're going to be talking about a lot of fun stuff like pop culture, dating advice, and the show we're loving, Love is Blind. I'm so excited. Literally. I literally can't wait to talk about it. I have stopped myself from talking to you about these things. Like, oh my god. I know, she sends me audio messages and she's like, oh. Let me wait, because I can't. and it's so hard too because there's so much to say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we'll get into that later. I literally have no updates because I have none. I'm going to California next week, so that's cool. That's nice. She's gonna yeah. go on vacay. I'm visiting family. Um, I'm excited about that. But yeah, same. Really, no updates. Uh, you know, I love that. I don't. Mm-hmm. You know, less going on in my life and i'm here for that yeah but i want to just try something new and share some things with from pop culture so first of all the first one ready i literally had no idea that taylor swift had a boyfriend and they were together for six years what? and literally just broke up oh my i God. feel like am i the only one on this planet that literally <laughs> had no idea that she had a boyfriend i listened to songs but i wouldn't consider myself a swifty me either. So, no, I didn't know anything about this. I used to be a Swifty. And mm. now I'm, I'm, because she turned so pop for mm. a second, and I didn't like it. I liked her country music. Yeah. But now her latest album and, like, Folklore, I think it was called. Mm-hmm. Um, Lavender Haze. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. a, yeah, I like that music. So yeah. I'm getting back into her. And I'm also getting into country music a little bit oh. have you ever heard of luke combs Mm-mm. yeah i'm getting into it's like maybe lock them doors. <laughs> <laughs> it's like kind of country but i'm into it and the thing about me one thing about me i'm never listening i'm never listening to new music mm-hmm. and i want to change that but you know what i don't have to do it's kind of exhausting listening to mu- new music mm-hmm. i like the songs that i like and that's it in the moods that i'm in yeah. and that's it Everything else in life can be unpredictable, and I don't need my music to be. Yeah. But I then I get into the zone of feeling tired of my the music mm. that I'm listening to. I do that, too. Yeah. So, literally, I just thought she was single for so long. And I have thought to myself, you know, on a random Tuesday, wow, Taylor Swift is single. I can't believe that she's not dating somebody. Yeah. No, she was dating someone. Let's see who for she... What was years. he? Because he's like a nobody. <laughs> Touching this mic. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, for six years, and they they just um, broke up. Wow. So let me... Was, was it, like, low-key, or...? I guess, because I didn't know about it. So if it... Like, their relationship. Mm-hmm. And boyfriend. What's his name? Joe Alwyn. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Because she was wearing a shirt. That said something about Joe Alwyn or something. Oh. Who is Joe Alwyn? Like, what does he look like? Oh, you want to see? <laughs> Guys, we have headphones on today, and our sound is popping off, but it's so sensitive to anything we do. So, like, we put our phone down on the table. So honestly, bear with us in the extraordinary sound. One thing we will mention is that we hear it back while we're driving and it sounds really low. So we're trying to figure that out. 
Um, but fucking bear with us, okay? We're trying our best. Yeah, and let us know if you guys are also experiencing the same stuff. Because we both have Corollas, and we're like, is this a Corolla thing? Or is everyone with the car, you know, hearing us? That's him. Oh, he's cute. Yeah, but he's an actor, I guess. Never seen him okay. before in my entire life. No, same. Like, literally, he's from conversations <clears throat> with friends. Nothing that I've ever seen in my life, so... Mm. She was with an actor, so, I mean, whatever. So, I wonder who she's going to be with. But I, you know what I can't get over? Did you know that she dated Jake Gyllenhaal? No. Jake Gyllenhaal. Dang. And he's so, Jake Gyllenhaal is 42. How old is Taylor Swift? Isn't she in her 30s? Taylor Swift. 33. Wow, so that's a nine-year age gap that they had. Jake Gyllenhaal. I don't see that. Like, I don't know. I wouldn't naturally pair them together. At all. And he's really he's cute. Beautiful. But I wonder, you know, I need to, I'm going to get back to you. I want to do a deep dive on Taylor Swift and her dating career, which I guess I never did because she was always so annoyed that people were obsessing over it. But mm-hmm. I mean, what do you expect when all of your music is about the Love. people you've dated? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, no judgment on that, on the kind of music that you make. Oh, I have something else I need to say. <laughs> you good? I need to sneeze. <laughs> Just sneeze. I'm like, okay, continue. Do you need to sneeze? It went away. Okay. So, do you know who James Corden is? Mm-hmm. The guy that sings in the car with him? Yes. Yeah. We don't like him. Okay. Okay? Okay. Because like he's him. so fucking rude to people. Really? Yeah, who serve on him. So I don't like him. And I used to be a fan, so whatever. So anyways, I just wanted to share that Taylor Swift and her boyfriend are not together anymore. But I had literally no idea that she had a boyfriend mm-hmm. for six years. Yeah. And it's she has all her tours going on right now. So you see that? Her heiress tour? Mm-hmm. Okay, next. That's, this is why I asked you if you like Friends. Okay. Matthew Perry. Mm-hmm. And... Are you aware that he had an addiction that he battled? No. No? Yeah, he was the bird. Okay, so Matthew Perry last, like, October, Mm -hmm. sat down with Diane Sawyer to talk about his addiction, essentially. And he came out with a memoir, a book. It's a miracle that he's alive. And he is so sweet. He's Mm -hmm. now in his 50s. Yeah. But he literally... He, his first drink was at 14 and he's been an addict since then. Oh, wow. And it, I guess, I mean, these are my words. I, mm-hmm. I'm going to try really hard not to like speak incorrectly on this, but he felt so good on alcohol. He's like, this is what I bet this is what normal people feel mm-hmm. like. So he depended on alcohol for a long time. And then something happened to him where he needed painkillers and then he started getting addicted Mm. off of painkillers and when he started the show friends he actually had a really big crush on jennifer aniston really and he asked her out but she said no let's stay friends Mm. um but they were really close and it seems like through that documentary you can tell that he really just has a soft spot for her and i'm like oh my god they need to be together because it's just so sweet and so anyways she was the one they all checked in on him but she was the one that checked in on him the most Mm. and there was one day she went to him on set and was like 
what's going on we know you're drinking and he's like what do you mean i thought i was hiding it really good and she's like we can smell it we can yeah. smell it on you so that's when pills come in because you can't smell pills and uh mm-hmm. once he knew he could get a similar feeling off of pills that's what he started to do and it went to a point that he was on 55 vicodin a day oh wow yeah 55 pills and then that's crazy so he the way he would get all these medications is go to different doctors like lie about stuff he had a lot Mm -hmm. of migraines he didn't have and then the craziest thing that he would do at some point is go to open houses on sundays and steal from people people's drug cabinets oh wow and then he thought to himself like no one's gonna think that chandler stole like your pills because i mean you see chandler and he's all like the goofy nice guy mm-hmm. but he was stealing other people's medication and wow. that's how he so that he could maintain the 55 bike in a day yeah and it's so sad and he oh, the numbers are crazy he's gone to rehab so many times mm-hmm. He's had so many different surgeries. And when you listen to him, you can tell that his speech is affected a little Mm. bit. If you pay attention, I think you could notice. Well, you do. Mm -hmm. And so he was rushed to the hospital once. And he was put on a ventilator, some machine. And him and four other people were put on this machine and his family was told, like, he has a 2% chance to live. Oh, wow. I, like, he shouldn't be on this earth. Mm-hmm. And um, him and those four other people that were on this machine, mm-hmm. he was the only one that survived. Wow. All of those other people that were on the same... It's a specific machine. I can't remember the name, but it's, like, life support. Mm. And they all died. So I think ever since then... Um, I, it's not clear that from... If he's been clean since that mm-hmm. incident. But something I also learned and never thought of because I haven't been around people who have had this issue. But it's actually a good thing to not ask how long have you been sober. Yeah. So they didn't. So I don't know how long he's been sober mm-hmm. for. Um, but he thinks back to like, okay, I actually survived this. There has to be a reason yeah. why I'm still here. He's gone through so... It's, I cannot believe he's not dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and he would mix alcohol with it. And like he could just easily overdose. Yeah. And I think he has overdosed. But he has survived it. Wow. And he has never been married. He doesn't have kids. And he wants that still. Mm-hmm. He's like 52 or something. Yeah. And he's so sweet. Just how he talks about everyone. And he rarely looks back on the episodes. And they ask, can we look back at certain scenes? And he said yes. And some of them... He can tell when he's healthy, when he has, was going through rehab, mm-hmm. and others you could tell where he was going through a really dark time. Mm. So if you look back, you can physically see changes between him, drastic oh, wow. ones, like where he, when he's carrying weight, that's alcohol. And when he's lost a lot of weight, those are the pills. Oh, wow. So they showed a scene where he was very skinny, and you can see the scene and his reaction side by side. And he gets so sad looking mm. at himself when he was that skinny. And he yeah. said it's very difficult to watch. It's I don't really watch it back. Mm-hmm. But there was one scene I, when he's marrying Monica mm-hmm. that actually in real life he was doing good. So mm-hmm. he liked seeing that scene. And towards the end of the show, he was getting help. And he would literally get driven to work from the facility every single day. Wow. 
while he was receiving treatment. So he is so sweet, and I just feel like I have such a special yeah. place in my heart for him now because I, I love the character Chandler, mm-hmm. but I think it's so sweet. I mean, I don't... I love people hearing people's mm-hmm. stories, so hearing that he's still here and he's so kind, it, it was... He's really like moving persevered through yes all mm-hmm. and he, i just you know and then when he was saying you know i still want to get married and have kids and all that and i was like oh my god my mom needs to marry <laughs> my mom <laughs> my mom i literally i was like madre i'm like okay come on like He's literally <laughs> like my mom is so sweet like she's such a catch please so if you're hearing this jasmine's mom yeah okay yeah Please, like, just message us. Yeah. And I'll set you guys up. At Not The Girlies Podcast on Instagram. We'll set it up. Your your life will be Matchmakers. Literally. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. no one better for you, Matthew Perry, <laughs> than my mom. My mom doesn't. She's like, what? <laughs> I th- my mom is a fan of the show. If that mm-hmm. helps. Um, but anyways, it was so cute. It obviously really, really, really sad, yeah. but... I just saw him in a different light, and I want to read his book. I just want to know more. I mm-hmm. just think it's incredible. And it's sad to think, though, that some people get that chance and others don't. Mm-hmm. But I'm, he sees that. and That's what's caused the change now. Yeah, and I think is that motivation to keep going. you know. But he knows he's like, you know, my parents had to hear that. My mom had to hear that. My dad had to hear that, that mm-hmm. their son has a 2% chance to live. Like, that doesn't... That is staying with me, Mm -hmm. and it affects me. So it was really nice to hear that, and I just... I love him, and literally everyone just needs to... need. If anyone says anything bad about Matthew Perry, I'm coming for you. You hear that? Mm. Okay. And two things really quick before we get into the stories. Mm -hmm. I haven't finished it all, but... I follow the Kardashians a little bit, yeah. and Travis and Courtney have like their new mini series thing on the Hulu. Wedding the thing, wedding yeah. thing, yeah, exactly. Till death do us part, I yeah. think. And I haven't finished it, but I'm just okay. They kind of give me the ick, yeah, a little bit. I think it's so sweet. I don't want to be that bitch that is negative, but I just. I'm okay with not seeing your tongue down his mm. throat. Do you know they what do I mean? do that a lot, yeah. It's too much, and we get it. We love mm-hmm. your love, but it's just... But, I mean, good for them. What's the new series called? Um, Kardashians, right? Just Kardashians. The Kardashians. The Kardashians. Mm-hmm. I saw a little bit of that series, and yeah, they. a lot of people commented that they're always all over each other. I get it. I don't want to be... They say, why do we need to hide our love? And mm-hmm. no, you don't need to hide it. It's yeah. just, I don't, I don't, I feel like if I was in a room alone with them and they were doing that, it's like, why do I need to be here? Yeah. Do you know? Because mm-hmm. they would do that. I get it. But it's too much yeah. for me. It's too much. Also, did you see Ariana Grande make that TikTok? Mm-mm. Because she does visibly look a lot skinnier mm-hmm. and people were commenting about it and she made a tiktok addressing it she rarely does this so this was huge it came up on my for you page Mm -hmm. and she does look visibly skinnier Mm. and she's already in my opinion like a again i don't like to talk on weight but she's thinner Mm -hmm. and 
I love everything that she had to say because she just left it at why do we always have to comment on people's weight? Yeah. No matter the reason. Uh, kind of a point we've made like in our personal conversations, mm-hmm. um, whether someone's gaining weight or losing weight, you, don't you know, know, typically mm-hmm. it's seen as a positive thing to lose weight. Yes. But people could be, they could have an eating disorder or they, they, could, be could, they could be depressed. And she's saying that she's very happy right now. And mm-hmm. I really hope that's the case, you know, but it's very true. Um, what, 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 why do people take the energy to comment on someone's weight i'm just so against that and i thought it was really nice someone like ariana grande to make a tiktok Mm -hmm. on tiktok because we all know tiktok is where everyone's at and you know maybe thank you for your concerns but why do we continuously have to comment on people's weight people like in our society fixate on all things weight and it's it's just so toxic and harmful, you know. I it really bugs me. Yeah. Because I and this goes to like everyone, like and I've talked to people about this, I've talked to you, like we shouldn't talk about someone's weight because yeah, you never know what they're going through. And if they bring it up to you, then that's another thing. Like if they confide in you to do that. But it's just like I don't know why that has to be a topic that has to be brought up. Like, is that really what you want to know about the person? Like, I don't know. I think if you're approaching it with concern, I think that's okay. Mm-hmm. If Because sometimes it could be telling that that... For example, going back to Matthew Perry, when he gained a lot of weight, it was alcohol. When he was super skinny, it was mm-hmm. drugs. So I think it is okay to be concerned. Just Yeah. Just be mindful of how you phrase it, too. Like, it matters how you say. Like, it would be something like, you know, hey, I noticed that your mood has changed a lot. Like, but not centering it on the body issues. Really trying to see what's going on behind that without bringing, I don't know, too much attention to physical appearance. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I just think... Who the fuck cares? If someone is wanting to lose a, a lot of weight, cool. If they're wanting to not do anything about it, cool. At the same time, though, I think it is okay mm-hmm. that I'm I'm not against, or I should say I'm not for people not talking about it at all. Mm-hmm. But if you're just talking about it, talk about it, yeah. don't. That's how I hate that. Yeah. Like, like, if you're not going to say anything that is supportive in any way, no. But yeah. even then, if someone's lost a lot of weight... And you've never said, oh, you look so good. And now you're saying, oh, you look so good. I think that's rude. Mm-hmm. And so I just think it's all right for people to be concerned. Yeah. I don't think we should step away from that because that's still important and helpful. Yeah. Um, but just be mindful. Right. But mm-hmm. I just, I thought it was really interesting because right now in my life, I feel, and as I grow, I think I'm always going to be passionate about this topic because Mm -hmm. I think some people there's just things I've gone through and people commenting on my weight and I don't appreciate it Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. agreed period you know so anyways I just wanted to talk about that because I thought 
It was interesting. But I'm ready to move on to <laughs> the topics. Okay, we're going to be talking about dating advice. Specifically posts that we've found on Reddit. And I'll go ahead and start first. My boyfriend, 19 male, has given me... 19 female an ultimatum on the clothing i wanted to wear my boyfriend 19 male and i 19 female have been together for a few months after taking a break for a year because i moved away for that year neither of us wanted to do long distance and neither of us got into a relationship with anyone else before that we were high school sweethearts sweethearts for two years Back then, he didn't care what I wore, or at least didn't communicate to me that he found certain clothing, shirts with midriff showing, tighter dresses, or me posting vacation pictures such as me on the beach in a bikini uncomfortable for him. Now that we've gotten back together, he tells me it is a boundary for him that I wear more modest clothes because he doesn't want other men to see parts of his girlfriend that only he should see. He told that he told me that before he just felt happy that he got to be give me a second that he got to be with me because he had liked me for years and didn't feel like it was his place to tell me what to wear now that we are back together it's different yesterday we went through my clothes and he told me what is what he is okay with me wearing and what he isn't There was one specific dress that I loved, and he told me it's a no, and I started crying. We almost broke up over this one dress until he asked, sorry, turning the page, until he asked me what I cared more about, him or the dress. Obviously, I told him I care more about him. It's very difficult for me because I'm very into fashion, and I don't see these clothes as too revealing or sexual at all. I also struggled with body image for years when I was younger, and this is taking me back to the mindset of not being able to wear certain clothes because I want to hide my body. However, I'm very dependent on him and value his opinion a lot. I don't know what to do. Okay, leave him. That's what you need to do. Actually, leave him. Okay, so, okay. I wish I could see pictures of the clothes. Not that it literally fucking matters, Mm -hmm. because if you feel comfortable in it, that's all that matters now as someone who i think i do prefer to dress a little bit more conservatively i don't Mm -hmm. really care now do i wear crop tops and stuff that show something like sure but am i wearing i prefer to have a bra on sometimes Mm -hmm. i don't it's me i don't really care like if my nipples are showing my ass crack is showing i don't want that personally (laughs) and i feel like if you dress that way that you you could literally see everything and Mm -hmm. that your partner is a little bit uncomfortable Mm -hmm. i could see i think it's fair for it to be a conversation Mm -hmm. just to play devil's advocate i think it could be fair not devil's avocado not (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> did i say avocado no. <laughs> i have never said that i said devil's advocate Brittany. are you listening Brittany. to me <laughs> i said listen to me <laughs> okay anyways um i but if this was never this is the problem this wasn't an issue before 
so she's always dressed the way that she wanted to before Mm -hmm. and now you you he mentioned i didn't feel it was right for me to say anything yeah yeah it's not right for you to say anything yeah what it doesn't really sound to me that she has her ass crack and nipples out (laughs) but even if she really wanted to dress that way like just have a conversation Mm -hmm. but he said either the dress or me that's a weird that's toxic that's and toxic and you need to leave him you're literally 19 years old mm-hmm. like okay this is like the shortest top i've had not umi crying and i just bought it right yeah. shortest top i've ever had but like it makes me happy i think it's really cute. and it's right it's yeah, so cute it's very cute and not once has Tyler ever said, no, you can't wear this. No, you, Like, if he did, ill, mm-hmm. first of all, mm-hmm. ill, we probably wouldn't be together, but mm-hmm. here we are, about to get married. Anyways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, if someone feels happy in wearing a tight dress and a booty short, like, I don't know. But he clearly said, so that other guys don't see, what was that? Roll the tape. What Let's was it exactly? Roll the tape. Okay. Here it is. Now that we have gotten back together, he tells me it is boundary for him that I wear more modest clothes because he doesn't want other men to see parts of his girlfriend that only he should see. No. Like, what are the parts? Your arm? Your belly button? <laughs> Sorry. God forbid. Only I can see your belly button. No. <laughs> no. That's Ew. just because you're beautiful and he doesn't respect the fact that and other men possessive. are going to admire that. He's being possessive and that's gross. That's no. another red flag. You're beautiful. Other yeah. men are going to notice that. Yeah. You're and women. And women. Thank you, Brittany. Yeah. Yeah. Period. Absolutely not. I really can't because on the other side of typically you hear, oh, like it's too revealing. Mm-hmm. And I was with someone who wanted me to dress a little bit more womanly like i Mm. naturally can maybe be more feminine no i feel like i can naturally be i don't want to say tomboy but chill Mm, like i like leggings and t-shirt i'm wearing like leisurely wear yeah like i'm not always glam by any means Mm -hmm. but i like those moments i like to have my moments but on a day-to-day basis i'm not and i feel like that's what they wanted Mm. fuck off yeah do you know let me wear what makes me happy i just what i want to wear think it's it's one thing if you seek advice from your partner it's like what do you like or Mm. i think it's cute to you know if chad loves me in red or whatever Mm -hmm. and you wear a red dress like i think i don't think that's toxic or no there's certain things preferences that are healthy i feel right or like you know if chad is wearing a jacket or certain shoes or whatever but i think he's beautiful in all (laughs) ways Mm -hmm. but it's also okay to be like, oh, I really love that on you. Not mm-hmm. that I don't other things, yeah. if that makes sense. But him actually saying you can't wear this because I'm the only one allowed to see your belly button is too far. No, too far. Get out of my face. Yeah. And you're 19 years old. Find a man who you find wants better. you to love your belly button. Even though you guys were high school sweethearts. I don't care. Like... I love that for you guys, no. but it's if it doesn't work, you gotta let it go. No. And you gotta do it now before because the longer you prolong this relationship, I mean, he's already showing his true colors now, what's gonna be going on in a few years. And people usually don't wanna leave relationships because they've invested so much time 
and like they just have different experiences together and that's why it's hard to leave toxic relationships but the sooner the better the sooner the better it'll only get harder and not to take away that it's gonna be hard and that's all right but mm -mm. you have so many better options Mm -hmm. and i think man i was gonna make a point I don't remember. Like, if you think he's a good boyfriend, there's, like, someone out there that's going to be way better and that accepts you in whatever clothing you choose. Whether it's, quote, like, I don't know. I People are going to think what they want to think. They're going to think your outfits are too revealing. Even that top I just showed you, people will probably think it's too revealing. But I'm like, okay, who are you? Right. I don't really care. Like, I don't care, you know? Mm-hmm. So. And there are some people that care about that. And. Mm-hmm. But cool. But then he's not for you. Yeah. If the and it sounds like it's a way that you express yourself, um, and you have every right to express yourself in the way that you want, and you should not cut your, you shouldn't take anything away from it. It sounds like you don't want to change this. Don't dim your light. And it correct. That's what I was trying to say, and, um. It sounds like it's an ultimatum for him. Mm-hmm. It's either the dress or me. Well, yeah. I'm going to wear the dress. Yeah, period. If you want to go, go. The door's right there. Yeah. All right. Ready for the next one? Yes. Okay. Is having a boundary of waiting six months before intimacy really that unreasonable? I've been ghosted a few times because of this boundary to the point where I've changed my bio from let's take things slow to I'm not into hookups six months wait minimum so people better know what to expect i'm not quite sure how to reword it to make it friendlier yet but i'll probably figure it out usually the way it comes up is my match asking me to clarify what i mean by taking things slow i reply with i want to wait at least six months before sleeping with someone then i'm either unmatched or they stop responding Is this an unreasonable request? I'm starting to feel like I'm being unreasonable with this boundary. I know some of you are going to suggest finding a religious girl, and I've tried that, but the fact of the matter is that they and or their parents don't seem to like atheists, and I'm not going to pretend to believe in something as a foundation for a relationship. Mm -hmm. And there's an edit. Edit. I'm a cis straight male, just to clear up any confusion. A thank you edit thank you everyone for your insights definitely a polarizing topic you've given me a lot to think about i'll be able to be a much more effective partner when the right woman comes around i'm gonna be more flexible on the timeline i don't think that's unreasonable no i agree i don't think and it and this is interesting from a guy's perspective mm-hmm. i don't think that's unreasonable at all and i just think that's just a boundary. That's a boundary that you have that you shouldn't change. Mm-hmm. And if people don't understand it, because I was reading the comments and they kept reiterating the fact of, well, what if you do it five months and 29 days? Like, That's stupid. They're being, he's giving a time frame, but I'm sure it would depend on the person. Yeah. He's basically saying he just doesn't want to do that right away. No. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's all he's saying. And I think that's fair. Yeah. I think any boundary that you have is a boundary for a reason and you don't need to feel uh obligated to 
change that because of societal pressures and this is interesting because i feel like again you usually hear the opposite um i want to do it right away and people are wanting to not Mm -hmm. and usually it this is a good hot take because this is from a guy and i think if this was a girl everyone would be saying no like that's a good boundary but this is a man having a problem finding that he gets unmatched if he they don't even continue the conversation or give him a chance and i think it's i think what he's trying to and in the comments he said i'm wanting to make sure i have a good emotional connection with someone before i move to that step Mm -hmm. and i think that's awesome i don't see the problem with that and i think if you're hearing this and if you find a person that sees that as a problem then they're just not the person for you and that's probably so frustrating because you're putting yourself out there you're being honest and your honesty is is feeling as if you're not getting to the point it's Mm -hmm. making it harder to get your person because if he just gave in on that boundary he would already maybe be talking to somebody but you shouldn't yeah i agree and it seems like he wants a relationship and it's I don't know. Uh, I feel like this is very personal for for me. Like, it hits close to home because me and Tyler did this. Like, that was one of my boundaries, waiting a couple months before we got intimate. And, yeah, he didn't complain. He, like, was, you know, like, this is your boundary and I respect it. And when we were intimate, it was, like, that much better, you know? Yeah. Like, taking the time to know each other um yeah so that was like my boundary and it worked and I get exactly what he says because when I told people that I wasn't gonna have sex with them immediately they would be like why or they'd press me and like try to make moves on me and I'm like ill no and then I would stop talking to them or they would ghost me they would like be like okay let's talk tomorrow and then ghost me I'm like okay if that's not what you're into just say it but stop being like weird about my boundary right that immediately is your answer Mm -hmm. to move forward or not and we're not moving forward if and it's not just with sex it could be anything anything any boundary that you have and if they're not respecting it then that just shows you that's not the person for you because there is somebody there that is on the same page as you yes so just stick to it just keep like stay what is it hold your ground Mm mm-hmm Hold your ground and the right person will come who understands your boundary and doesn't, you know, doesn't make you want to have to explain, give this long explanation on why they're like, okay, if that's how you feel, like, I respect that. It can even, like you said, it can be, oh, I don't want to introduce you to my parents until six months in, something like that. And I think that's also reasonable. Right, and I think if you want to understand maybe why they have that boundary a little bit more, then I think that's okay. Yeah, have a conversation fair. about it so that you can better understand where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this notion on people, everyone's preferences are different, everyone's concerns are different, but everyone should respect other people's opinions and the way they want to live their life. Yeah. This fixation on people's personal opinions on intimacy is so weird to me. Mm -hmm. If you want to do it the first night, if you want to wait until marriage, if you want to wait a few months, years, whatever, 
it's all okay. Yeah. Okay. As long as your partner is meeting you and understanding, I feel. That's all that that matters. Yeah. It, it's what you feel comfortable with. And if they're respecting that, mm-hmm. both, like, on either side, that's it. Yeah. What is the big deal? It's not and then deal. these girls, yeah. you have a guy who's wanting to understand you better emotionally. That's a 10 out of 10. Yeah. What is wrong with you? But I mean, if they just want sex, why why are you reaching out to him if he's already saying that? Then he has a point for being so frustrated that I don't understand. He's asking, I don't know how to reword it nicer. You're that's fine. You're let's take things slow, he says. I'm not into hookups. Six month wait minimum. That's fine. And personally, I don't even think you need to put that on your bio. No. That's but, just me though. But, but you but if you want to keep it there and he the only reason he's added that is because it's been a, such a problem mm-hmm. but i get yeah. it but as somebody i c- could only imagine because i'm not someone who just wants to do that right away mm-hmm. um and it would be nice to see other people's perspective right off the bat yeah um so honestly i'm not against him putting that in his bio i'm against people almost reading that and what, how is that not clear? Yeah. I want to take things slow. Like, can you I want to wait six months. Can you explain? Well, and then I get wanting to elaborate. What do you mean by taking it slow? But he follows it with, I want to wait. I'm not into hookups. I want to wait six months minimum. Hmm. So he answers your question. Yeah. That's what he means. Yeah. Just I, don't, I was surprised, really. But very interesting and kind of cool to see. That a guy yeah, is having this boundary. And he's not religious. So that's also like... It's usually tied to that. Yeah. From from my experience. Same. Um, that's what I usually see. Like cis males that want to wait. I usually see that as like, oh, they're Christian. This is why. But not someone that's atheist. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's interesting. You're entitled to how you want to live your life, and it is a choice who you bring in. Stand your ground. Don't let people, you know, make you move your boundaries up or whatever. Don't make them change your opinions on, you know, whatever you feel. You got this, King. Mm -hmm. You'll meet your lady. You will meet your lady. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We just made a song. Yeah. (laughs) All right. The next. Let's see. Is my partner, male 24, overreacting over a mistake I, female 22, made? So this happened just hours ago. Me, 22, me, female 22, and my partner, male 24, went on a peaceful walk on the beach with our dog. We brought the long leash for him so he could run a bit more freely. When it was time to put him back on his regular short leash, I didn't realize the clip of the leash didn't click in all the way in all the way and before I could even react, our dog walked off walked away off leash. He didn't run away from us. He just thought we were going back to the car and walked off a bit. But as soon as he heard us yelling, he stopped and came back to us so I could put him on the leash. I realized I messed up and I should have paid better attention but my husband is incredibly nasty with me 
Oh, but my husband is being incredibly nasty with me, saying that he doesn't know if he can ever trust me again with our dog, that he's wondering if he could ever trust me with our future child. He texted me that he doesn't know if he could be in a relationship with me and that I should go ruin somebody else's life. I know that I should have paid more attention and that something could have happened and I know I effed up, but I don't think he's being reasonable. So I genuinely don't know if he's in the wrong or not. Um, TLDR. I let my dog off his leash on accident and now partner is saying terrible things. I don't know if I deserve it or not. No, you don't deserve it. Okay, so here's my take. If this ended fatally, I think people have the right to be upset. I know mistakes happen, Mm -hmm. but I'm particular about who cares for my dogs Brittany, get it <laughs> i can't <laughs> sneeze do you want to blow your nose i don't know if that will help i don't it know. just has I to just come but that. it's gonna be so loud oh yeah no, i'm not saying blow your oh when you sneeze no yeah when i sneeze yeah, i sneeze so loud yeah me too does that say anything about me i don't know tyler finds it annoying I'm I like s- I can't control my fucking sneeze. Well, I've <laughs> I've controlled the way I yell while I sneeze while at work, but now I don't. Oh yeah, I it's really loud. But did you not hear me sneeze earlier? I didn't, but maybe because I sneeze the same and I'm oh, accepting okay. of it. Well, thank you. Yeah, I don't. I feel hard with you. Yeah, because mine is really loud. Yeah, same. But it feels so nice. Yeah, like you just let it out. I think it just means I'm more comfortable with my body. Exactly. That's what that means. Yeah. Anyways, that's why he doesn't understand. Um, So, okay. I understand why the husband is upset. I think he is taking it too far. But I wonder, would we consider if the dog got ran over by a car? And if the husband got this upset, would Mm -hmm. we be saying he would be overreacting? Yeah. So I'm, I'm focusing on what happened and that the dog came back. And it was, like, my take is that it didn't happen, and it was just an accident. It doesn't seem like she's done this before. I don't know if she's said this, but if this is her first time and, like, the dog came back, like, his recall's good, then I think he's overreacting 100%. Because, yeah, I would be freaked out. And one time I accidentally let Umi out the door and we freaked out. She ran down the stairs <gasps> and Tyler had a, she went into the bushes. Oh, Tyler no. had a, and I froze. Like I didn't do it. Like it just like, cause Tyler I was, went into action and you didn't. Yeah. Cause okay. I like just froze. I was carrying Remy mm-hmm. and I opened the door and she just ran out and then the door closed behind me and I was like, Oh shoot. And I opened it and she had run, ran down. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was annoyed with me because, you know, like, I didn't react and she was going to go back in the house, but the door was closed and it was this whole other thing. Um, but never has he said, like, I don't trust you with our kids anymore. Yeah, that's too far. I think yeah. it is okay. Like, Tyler was annoyed and probably upset and frustrated, and I think mm-hmm. that's okay because you do have to be very, very careful. Yeah, you have when, to react quickly. Very quick. And when I, I mean, you know my dogs, they're bigger and they're mm-hmm. they're very strong so i i'm i'm never on my phone mm-hmm. i never have a drink in my hand i am always attentive i'm looking at 
I'm never just looking at the ground. I have to be. Mm-hmm. And because other people aren't. Yeah. So I have to always know that because it's happened before that a guy did not have his dog on a leash and he came charging oh my towards God. my dogs. Mm-hmm. And luckily, like literally right, like there's could be a hand between Roy and this dog. And Roy is very protective of us and it happened twice and the second time i was with chad and chad really yelled at the guy yeah because it's very serious yeah. you didn't the guy was it saying be that, lethal yeah the guy said that the dog came off the leash the dog was never on the leash or fatal sorry yeah so to bring it back to the post i think he is overreacting to contemplate whether to be with her or not. And then I the do. child thing. The child thing. And I think go you're ruin taking someone it else's life. So yeah. I'm wondering, is there something else going on? But did she say, has this happened before? I don't know. Yeah. Because if it always happens, then, okay, girl, come on. Yeah. Because I would say that. Because when my sister or my cousin take care of my dogs or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm really i'm kind of annoying but i'm like like i have many rules but for everyone's safety like i don't think that's being dramatic at all i love my dogs i care about other people's dogs and i don't i know how my i don't think anything like that would happen but you never know Mm -hmm. roy gets very protective that's why i like rover because like i i appreciate i appreciate it when friends can watch you know my pets but I also feel like I won't be able to be as honest. Like, there's some people that I would real in my life that I would really trust to watch Remy and Umi. But there's other people that I'm like, well, can I be honest with you? And, like, I feel like it would be weird, like, the relationship, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But just a little tangent. <laughs> yeah, no. No, I feel you. It, it's a weird dynamic that I never thought of until I was in the situation. Mm-hmm. And... Like, my sister, I really trust her with my dogs and my cousin. But I know I can be honest with them. Mm -hmm. And, like, uh, people in Chad's family have done a great job of taking care of our dogs. Yeah. Because they have dogs and they take care of them well and stuff. It, It sounds, I don't know why it kind of sounds silly and a bit dramatic, but it's not. so to not get off too much because i guess we're passionate about it a little bit yes i think he's being an asshole he's taking it too far yeah um but i can understand his point of being concerned that because i don't know if why is he acting like this is it because it is does it always happen because if it always happens like then that's a different thing Mm -hmm. but she didn't say that but i mean if it always happens you do it Right. Or have a conversation about it. I don't think it needs to be this whole thing of, like, I can't trust you on with my child. What, you're going to have your child on leash or what? Because right. it's different. But, right. But even, it could be a good determinant, though. Like, mm-hmm. if you really don't take care of your dog yeah. well, like, I don't really want to be with you. Yeah. I, it's telling. How, yeah, I agree. It, like, how you treat animals is... It's telling to mm-hmm. your character. Yeah. It really is. If yeah. you, like, talk shit about my dog... I'm going to beat you up. Right. And uh, I was going to say something. Oh, yeah. There was one time. Hmm. I need to stop that. I'm always clapping and (laughs) talking with my hands. Let's try that again. There was one time that I was walking Roy and Hank and a small dog is walking up. I don't see the owner. I don't see anyone near. Mm -hmm. 
and um it seemed like an older small dog and i'm but i noticed the dog before my dogs noticed them. Mm. that's how i am because, yeah you're really aware. and then as soon as i see them looking at something differently or intently i'm looking there too um because sometimes they see something that i don't just because they could be quicker but i'm very attentive mm-hmm. but i saw this dog before and nine out of ten i see it before they do because that's mm-hmm. i'm on guard yeah and i'm like what the and then i finally see the owner and mind you the dog was crossing not on the crosswalk like on the main part where cars are driving in the oh apartment and i i don't hesitate and i say please get your dog and he's like oh he felt really bad yeah but i'm not i'm not worried You're if not i sound nice words. or yeah. yeah i'm like please get your dog now and he's like oh i'm so sorry and then like they because he's my two big dogs so i've seen things and i yeah. look out my window and a lady's just letting her dog go crazy i'm like it's not fucking funny it, yeah. it really gets me so upset because I've been in those situations. Because you never know what happens, too. Yes. And what so, happens if your dog looks away for a second? You know? Honestly, some people really are careless. Yeah. So I think he took it too far. But I, I think it's okay that he's upset about it. But I think he took it too far. If you worked on training with your dog and, like I said, their recall is like they'll be walking right next to you that's a different story right yeah that's true i keep forgetting that the dog came back so that's a different point because i don't know that my dogs would immediately so that's another thing Mm -hmm. but he needs to calm down i think he needs to i don't know he's icing he's very rude like go ruin someone else's life oh i forgot he said that no yeah he's the asshole yeah Mm-hmm. Not us doing. He's an asshole. <laughs> no. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. This one is my boyfriend hates when I go out. I, female, twenty one, have been dating my boyfriend, male, twenty nine, for a year now. We, when we first met, I was twenty, so we couldn't go out to the bars. But when my birthday came and I turned twenty one, he still didn't want to go out. And all the places I wanted to go to, we couldn't because he complained about the line so we went somewhere different we barely went out after that i asked him why he didn't like going out and he said it was because he didn't feel comfortable around college students fair but weird because i'm a college student so wouldn't that be contradicting himself Mm -hmm. anyway i don't have many friends so i don't go out as much but when i wanted to start going out without him he didn't like it because he was mad he couldn't go out so I stopped going out because he got mad. But I'm 21 and I want to go out, so I go with my girlfriends. That's still an issue. I thought I could do the age difference when we started dating, but now it feels like I'm pausing my life at the expense of his. He's experienced most things I want to do, but hates when I want to do those things. He also had a kid, and the way he talks about us, I know I'm going to have the label of stepmommy. I was okay with the fact that he had a kid too, but now that's also another reason I have to, I have to, I don't, sorry, this is a typo. Oh, but this is another reason I don't like our relationship. I get triggered because he acts the same way my dad did. Um, and I've said this to him. We've talked about why he gets mad when I want to go out and he says he trusts me. Not that I've given him any reason to not, but he's still acting the same way. He's also very negative person, and I'm getting really frustrated having him kill my mood because he's mad at me at something stupid. 
I really don't know what to do or if I should stay with him. I just feel like he tries to make me feel bad for wanting to do things and have fun. Leave him. Leave him. Yeah. Yeah. I just think then he needs somebody older. I think it's fine that she wants to live her life. You're at different places is what it's sounding like. And I always say, if I, I don't know if I should be with him. Well, I think you know the answer. Yeah. That's it. I've heard sometimes, I've never been with somebody that much. There's um eight-year difference here. That's pretty big. I'm not against um, a big age gap. I think it's mm-hmm. fine. I think it just depends on the individuals. If she was someone who didn't care to go out, who didn't care to drink, Mm-hmm. But, and I don't think it's bad that she wants to do that. I mean, she's 21 and in college. Yeah. And she's right. He's like, I just don't like to be around college people or college aged individuals. Well, she's in college. Yeah. You're going to be. So why are you So you're not a match then. Yeah. Sometimes it's more simple than it's. It's easy for us, you know, to say that when we're not in that situation. But it's true. If he's kind of looking down on you and he has a whole ass kid, 21 I'm 26 now, about to be 27. 21 is so young. And when I was 21, I didn't feel that way, but it Mm -hmm. is. And even I'm still so young. So I don't think she needs to, you know, he has a kid. He's older. He has different kind of responsibilities and issues that will come up Mm -hmm. that you don't have to worry about yet. Yeah. And if you don't want to have that be a responsibility, it sounded like, he says the way he talks about me, I'm gonna be stepmommy, and that kind of sounded negative to me, and it sounded mm-hmm. like you something you didn't want. Yeah. Well, that's a big deal too. Yeah. You're, you ha- are, are with someone who has a kid, and if you don't want to be stepmommy, then you don't need to be with somebody who has mm-hmm. a kid. Yeah. You guys are in different places in your life, and doesn't seem like she's ready for those responsibilities either. Yeah. But I personally don't think if it's like, I think eight years is a lot. Mm-hmm. eight years and over is a lot because you also have those different experiences and sometimes like you said it depends there's some um exceptions but sometimes there's like that different power dynamic power dynamic and i mean i don't know if we see it here a little bit but he's like not controlling but trying to be like well like his mood of saying, or his opinion of saying, like, I don't like when you go out without me. I don't like when we go out and we're in these scenarios. Like, it feels a little controlling. Oh, yeah, 100%. And so I think that can also be part of the age difference. Yes, because, I mean, when I was 21, I didn't really care to go out like that. I was never a person who cared to be out in that way. Mm-hmm. Nothing against it. I just, it wasn't my preference. Um, but as I get older... That's the really the last thing I think about, and and I have done that. I've gone I've gone out. I went out with my friends. We'd mm-hmm. go to the club or whatever. Um, but now you literally can't catch me doing that. And if me. I'm out in the club, it's literally because they're we go to sleep like at ten, y'all. <laughs> I literally it's eight thirty and I'm ready for bed. Yeah, I could not. The thought of getting ready at eight thirty to go out, mm-hmm. death. Yeah, and then you still have to take off your makeup. And like at 2 a.m.? Contacts, everything. No. no. Brush your teeth. No, the only time you sent me that thing about a lounge or club playing the like one. high school musical, yeah. I'll go to that. Yeah. 
But even then, I was like, dang, 8.30 to be somewhere. I'm tired. But I would. That's fun. Yeah. But going back to the post, I think they're just in two different places and want two different things. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. But you don't want to be a mom and he doesn't want to go out. Yeah. So leave him. So leave him. Also, I hate it when, like, if you're going out somewhere and you're, like, so hyped about it or you're just in a great mood and then, like, the person you're going with is not in a good mood, you're like, okay, just stay home then. I'll just go. Right. He's mad that he can't go, but you don't even want to go. But even when he does go with her, he's, like, in a bad mood and you're bringing down the vibe. And that's a red flag because he gets upset that you go out and he's not there. It's the fact that he's upset that he's not there. Mm-hmm. Cool. FOMO. Yeah. But, like, more like, mm, I want to see what you're doing. Yeah. In a controlling way. Mm-hmm. Gross. Okay. Do you want to do, like, one more? Okay. Yes. Okay. We can end with you and then we'll talk about Love is Blind and then okay. we'll be done. This is a little long. Wedding is three months away and my partner, 26 male, and I, 26 female, rarely have sex. My partner, 26 male, and I, 26 female, have been together for two years and are getting married very soon. If we, I feel like the closer we get to our date, the more anxiety I'm feeling, and I feel like it's more than just cold feet. We mm. rarely have sex, and when I say that, I mean about once a week on average. I'm attracted to my fiancé so much, but I feel like we want completely different things in the bedroom. I feel like... Or I, I like to be dominated, and I feel like he doesn't put much effort to meet my needs. We are comfortable talking about sex and our preferences, but then nothing changes. Towards the beginning of our relationship, he said some hurtful things and I'm still trying to get over. But every time we have sex, I always think about them. Long story short, he told me that my pussy has an unpleasant sp- smell, and when I told him that I... <laughs> I'm sorry that was I see just... you in the background that took me I'm shook okay. that my pussy has an unpleasant smell and when I told him that I make a very conscious effort to keep myself clean he said that other women he's been with haven't had that problem and then along the same lines when we were talking about grooming he says he prefers it bare like absolutely nothing and I try my best, but I don't want to be 100% bare all of the time. I don't love the feeling. And then, again, he said that other women didn't have a problem to stay bare. Stop the comparison. Mm. And he since apologized a few times, actually. But those words hurt so bad, and since then, I feel so self-conscious in the bedroom. Maybe about four months ago, maybe about four months into our relationship, I asked him if he watched porn, and he said that he did. I then asked him if he was, if it, if that was something he could, he thought, he, sorry, he, uh, oh my god, and he said that he did. I then asked him if that was something he thought he could give up if I sent him spicy photos and videos of me, which he said, of course, and seemed very bored, on board with it. For the next year and a half... I asked him on occasion if he masturbated while I was gone, and he said yes, which I'm all for. And then when I asked him if he ever watched porn again after our conversation towards the beginning of our relationship, he said absolutely not. And then would always make a big deal about how he loved watching my videos, and it really turned him on. 
well, about a month ago, we were talking about it because he said he masturbated that day, and I asked him if he still watches my my videos. And I don't know if I caught him off guard for a second, but he kind of stuttered and was like, yeah. And I could immediately tell he was lying. Then, long story short, I came to find out he was lying to my face the whole time and was watching porn every fucking time when I thought he was watching me and I was livid. Then he was saying how he needs help and how I need to keep him accountable and check in on him. So he asked me to ask, he asked me to ask him if he continues to watch porn. So four days ago, he was taking a long time in the bathroom mm-hmm. and I decided I declined sex that morning because I just started my period. And what do you know? He was watching porn and masturbating. Now, I didn't hear it. But I asked him what was taking so long, and he said that he was going number two. But when he came out, I could tell he didn't. And when I started questioning him, he started to get upset, saying I don't believe him, and that he really was going number two, but I was right. I asked him again later that night, and he confessed to it all. I don't know what the hell to do. He asked me to check up on him, and then makes me feel crazy for questioning him when I know he did. So yeah, our sex life is in the shits, and I don't know what to do. Sorry, that was really long. <laughs> wow, no, that's interesting. That's sad. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, what's but, your take? Do you like this? Is the one that reminded me of Ethan and Harper. A little bit from White Lotus. <gasps> oh yes, I was like, wait, who's Ethan Harper? Okay, yeah. This is tricky. I think this is a big issue. Yeah. So, initially, because bef- he mentioned I need help. So, before I heard that part, I thought, like, what is he doing to make things better? Because this is important. It's a big part of a relationship, and they're about to get married. Mm-hmm. But this is really bad. Yeah. I don't think this is good at all. And he keeps bringing up other women, and that's really, really rude. Yeah. And no. I don't. Ooh, that's tough because it's so personal. And that's why I feel like they need to, before getting married, they need to handle this. Mm-hmm. And if this doesn't get better, I feel like they don't need to be getting married. Yeah. Because this is such a big part. And this is hurting her feelings, and this is making him not feel good either no one feels good in this situation so why continue because you you know like you to your point earlier you've put so much time into something that you don't want to leave but it's so abundantly clear that nobody's happy at this moment i think it's rude that he's comparing to he's lying he's making her feel like shit but at the same time what is she to do but then her she smells yeah so i think it's fine to well she said we talk about things mm-hmm. and where i think that's very important to be very honest about this yes mm-hmm. transparency is key but now my perspective different because he's saying he needs help but what do you mean by that yeah like, like help do you have watching porn help like getting into the mood like what um, like help do you have an addiction i mean that's real yeah. so that's we need that answer yeah what do you need help with specifically mm-hmm. 
and we need to not get married yet yeah it seems like he's also ashamed of watching porn yeah which i mean it's it's weird hearing it in the (laughs) headphones i don't know um i think if we can't find a solution that makes both of you comfortable you can't move forward i think it's also like don't lie to me on the like right trying to right help me feel better like about the videos Mm -hmm. she was asking him like oh are you watching the videos i'm sending if it's not working for you just there's a difference between honest and then being mean Mm -hmm. and you can give honesty without being mean Mm -hmm. yeah like i think key to whatever the topic is but if it's sensitive because depending on the topic things find people it depends on who you're talking to and if they find certain topics more sensitive mm-hmm. than others. Yeah. But regardless, sandwich it. Start with something <laughs> positive, provide what you're concerned about, and then end it with something else that is positive. But also, like, I don't know, for the, like, odor smell or the odor, like, I don't know if that's something that she can necessarily change if she's already being clean, mm-hmm. you know? And if she doesn't want to use products, like, that's fair because I've heard, like, really bad things about products that yeah. try to change the smell, you mm-hmm. know? Or pH of yeah. your body. It's actually very dangerous. Very harmful. Um, And also, she also doesn't like to be bare. And that's yeah. if it makes her uncomfortable. Like, this is a problem. That's you guys body. are literally not compatible right now. Yeah. And that is a problem. It, it It's sad to hear that because you're excited to get married you're right there she probably feels like she can't say no like is that really the issue though because it feels like there's an underlying right right and then he's saying he needs help so are you putting are you projecting onto her Mm -hmm. because you know you have a different problem and that's i mean it's not okay but let's be honest now Mm -hmm. this is this is we need you to be honest because she's doesn't have a problem she's ready to go and also, I mean, it's a, it's a, everyone has a different preference on what's too much or enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, times a week? Yes. Yeah. And so they need to find a middle ground there, but. Because uh, if you're working thinking. a lot, like it can be hard, you know? Yeah. And I think people should normalize that. Mm-hmm. You don't need to have sex every day. For it to be considered. If that works for you and your lifestyle, then that's a different thing. But, you know, it depends on, like, your relationship and what you guys discuss. Mm-hmm. Again, super personal. Mm-hmm. If you're doing... Like, again, even when we mentioned earlier, like, if you're wanting to wait until you're married, not, nah, or whatever, mm-hmm. it just all goes into the same thing. You just got to make sure you're on the same page. Yeah, and being intentional. Yeah, so that sucks. Yeah. What would you say? Leave him, stay with him, or what? If he continues to not be honest with you, you have to leave. Yeah. But I think it's worth a shot to try to figure out what's wrong. And if it seems genuinely, because I think in your heart of hearts, deep, in your soul you would know if something could work out or not yeah maybe he needs like sex therapy Mm -hmm. yeah or maybe you both need to go to couples therapy or something yeah i think for sure both Mm -hmm. even if it means together or separately but therapy i'm a i'm always a proponent of therapy everyone should just 
personally like from my experience mm-hmm. it's so helpful um but yeah that's tough yeah i think if he continues to not be honest with you because you've realized that and if that pattern continues and there's no helping that situation i really didn't like the comparison though that like, is oh, so other bad girls well fuck know. off go to them then yeah that's the that's a problem i'm having yeah. that's one that we need to address mm-hmm. And if you get your, you know, your vagina waxed, that's just expensive, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's expensive. So yeah. are you going to pay for that or what? Because this is your preference. And that shit's also painful, so. True. Good point. Because if you shave, which, you know, people do that. I used to do that. But you get ingrowns and it can be uncomfortable when the hair is growing back. And you really have to stay on top of it. You can cut yourself. There's a lot of different stuff. So, like, if she doesn't want to do that, and it seems like she doesn't, she doesn't like shaving. Mm-hmm. It seems like she just wants to leave it. Yeah, and that's 100% fine. Yeah. Like, if that's what you're comfortable with. Then that's what yeah. matters. Mm-hmm. Period. Dang. Deep. All right. Well, great stories. Yeah. Or er, posts <laughs> that we're sharing. Um very interesting but now really this is what we've been waiting for literally let's now it's time to talk about love is blind oh yeah okay i don't even know where to start i don't even know where to start the tiktok should we start with the tiktok let's start with the tiktok okay i don't want to be with you anymore and you want to be with josh I will find that out. I would like the ring back because I don't think that you deserve it. Because you should never have accepted my proposal. Well, I'm going to keep the ring because I accepted it because I wanted to marry you. You're stupid. What are you saying to me right now? But then I wish they included the part where he was like, all right, then keep it. And then you can remember the biggest mistake that you made or something yes like that. Um, when i i was like girl why would you even want to keep the ring ew, ew yeah so here's a hot take that i saw online it, it could okay marshall didn't get the ring he didn't purchase the ring netflix did mm-hmm. so i think he's just wanting it back for the symbol of it all. yeah this is a commitment that i gave the you. symbol of the yeah. ring you're not wanting to commit to me, so give it back because I'm the one who gave it to you. But financially, he didn't put anything mm-hmm. into the ring. So nobody can make that comment because yeah. he didn't do that, to her point. But why would you want to keep a ring that has a, a significance with Marshall when you're trying to be with Josh? If yeah. I was Josh, I'd be like, ew, I don't really want to talk to you if you're trying to keep that ring. Because let's be honest, I wonder, would Netflix let you keep the ring? And then mm-hmm. you want to keep the ring to pawn it off and get the money? Because, uh, girl, I see you. I feel And you. also, I've heard you literally make no money off of rings that have been sold. Oh, like, really? it's really hard. The to... resale value. Yeah. True that. Because I see it on Facebook Market and them bitches <laughs> are cheap. Yeah. Yeah. So, she... Okay. Let's not forget. Because I think people are forgetting. At first, I did not like Marshall. And this was a really? little point to remember initially. Initially, when someone is too aggressive or bold, it kind of turns me off. Mm-hmm. So when Marshall heard from Jackie that someone was talking about Marshall outside of the pods, mm-hmm. and he was like, I wonder who it is, I wonder who it is, yeah. and then he thought it was Josh, and Josh said yes, that it, he was also speaking with Jackie, Marshall got really upset and saying that like Jackie was his, but 
I was I was do you remember I was confused why Marshall it, was like intense? It wasn't that um they were talking cuz I don't think so Josh said something. Josh said if you're interested in like Marshall, I'm going to like pack my bags and leave or something like that. Talking down on Marshall. Yeah. Or like basically kind of manipulating her like or trying to make her feel guilty like Oh, I'm going to pack my bags tonight if you don't choose me or something okay. like that. So maybe I take it back because Josh should just be worried about his relationship with Jackie and not Marshall. But also don't be toxic. Josh? Yeah, Josh. Yeah. I be- hate him. He's he's so toxic. between my toes. Yeah, and he, he was saying, <laughs> what did he say, dude? When they were, when he came back into the party. Oh my God. And he was talking like mr steel your girl yeah and she was like oh i like that yeah oh girl then marshall deserves better anyways yeah i knew that i'm like ew she is so stank and her face her stank face yeah jackie thumbs down thumbs Thumbs down down thumbs down nobody can make the point that marshall got the ring or whatever that he needs to have it immediately i like that he clapped back with okay keep it then yeah. Then you can think of what you missed out on. Period. Period. Marshall, I don't like her. I'm like, if Tyler weren't here, I'd be like, Marshall, you can marry me. I'm like, mm. it's fine. Mm. Okay, so let's Anyways. talk. <laughs> let's talk your Irina theory. What's your theory? Apparently, Brittany has a theory on Irina, and I need to hear it. I'm watching Zach's wedding, right? Mm-hmm. And like the behind behind the scenes where he's like getting ready in his groom suite, whatever. And then I look at his sister, and I'm like, stop, that looks like Irina. Like, okay, not exactly, but have you heard of that theory, like, where people will date women who look similar to, like, their mother or their sister? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I brought, I took a picture of the scene, and we should, Irina. Okay. Sister. Okay, yeah. Do you see it? I do see it. Okay, obviously they didn't see each other, but it was just kind of crazy. Oh, okay. So you're thinking he was, like, really into her physically because of his sister? I just That's thought it was, creepy. like, a weird coincidence. Oh, okay. Yeah. But my actual theory is, and I've had this theory since, like, season one of Love is Blind, but they always seem to do a pattern with the weddings. They always do, like, the yes wedding, and the following wedding is no. And the following mm. wedding is yes, and the following is no. This this season, they did yes, no, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. But typically, I can predict it based on that what? pattern. Yeah. I didn't know that. Sometimes it doesn't work out, but other times, like, it's kind of following a pattern. Oh, they should not do that. Yeah. Because then it gives it away. Yeah. So. Well, okay. Here, I feel like everyone's favorite couple. Brett. And, and Tiffany. Tiffany. But my favorite couple is Bliss and Zach. Oh, yes. I, I love, love Bliss. them. People talk down on Zach, and I get it. Maybe the way he's looking at you is a little intense, but she's into she's it. Like, yeah. And like, <laughs> he's sweet. Yeah. He's smart. Vulnerable. He's extremely um, factual in the way he looks practical and i think that's great Mm -hmm. i think he looks at his emotions and his thoughts in an extremely practical way yeah 
and I love that. And I think Bliss is the same. Mm-hmm. So I think they're awesome. They're and I so think cute. Irina is a bleeping bitch She's for trash. talking <laughs> down on him and saying he looks like a cartoon or someone from the TV. Bro, she made him feel like so shit. Up. And I'm sorry, but Irina. Kiss my ass. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and you're not. This is me, but I'm, you're not all that either no. to be talking about Zach that way. And then going after Paul. When they look the same. Yeah. Well, they literally look the same. I think Paul, I think is, Paul is a little, is a little cuter. cuter. But they're like the same literally, person. Literally, they're not like. If you said Brett or Zach, okay. Different. Marshall but or Zach. Going after your like your pod besties boo (gasps) let's talk about shelby micah's friend i don't like oh my god what a fucking bitch dude did you see her at the wedding and she was like i wanted that to happen and just smiling when fucking micah was crying down the aisle she's psycho i'm like you "You want you want micah mm, to be mm, sad mm. Yeah, is that what you want? Are you because you're not if Micah really no, you're not. And honestly, Paul was a great person. Yes, I think Paul is a great partner. Mm-hmm. And I here's the thing. Okay, I'm gonna fucking say it. These parents, I didn't like how Micah was talking shit about Paul. How Micah's mom was talking shit about oh, Paul. Oh, she was like, he's stupid. Yeah, yeah like I get it because you're extremely biased to your daughter, and your daughter's hurt right now. But at the end of the day, um, brief intermission. Yes, I do not. The thing is, this is an experiment. It is the most messed up thing that yeah. they require you to get dressed and everything and then say no in front of everyone. Yeah. It really is, but it's a part of the show. It's the contract. So, I don't... Sometimes I feel like the people who come on the show don't tell their family really what it is because then they're having to explain it again when they're meeting up with their parents. It's like, did your yeah. parents not know what you were doing? Yeah. Maybe they don't know, so they can give that reaction. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's a requirement to not yeah. tell anybody what you're doing. Yeah. Oh, true. I didn't think about that. But he even... Okay. Well, they know, because who was it? Paul was like, I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't know what I'm going to say. And then he was like, what would you guys say? You know? About what? What do you mean? Like, if he's going to say yes or no at the altar. No, that's not my point. My point is that... Um, like when they are given their phones, like before they go onto this experiment, love mm-hmm. is blind. Do the parents or family members know what they're doing? Oh, because sometimes when they meet up with the parents and the families, they're like explaining what they did. Mm-hmm. Of course, you're explaining what you see in the pods and stuff, but you're saying it was an. I don't know. Sometimes I get the impression that the parents literally had no idea that they were away doing this specifically i feel like i've seen some that i don't know maybe i'm remembering this wrong but some where they're like oh yeah you were you told me or something or like Mm. i told you i talked so weird right yeah it's like oh i totally forgot that you were gone and i couldn't talk to you for a month really maybe because i talk to my mom every day yeah not everybody talks to their people every day Mm -hmm. but you talk to someone multiple times a week yeah come on come on come on but um Anyways, back to my point. I think I understand. Like, uh, Bliss's dad is a... He was... So he... Okay. I understand for parents to be skeptical and thinking that this won't work. I get it. I really do get that point. But, bro, you're coming with firearms. You're going in. And, like, I... Oh, my God. Did you catch where um, the officiant was, like... 
who gives yes and then he was like i, I do. do and she was like we, we do, do. <laughs> bro i was like I was like that shows the difference in the, the and that's people. probably why they got divorced anyways. and i'm like and you're also divorced yeah bliss's mom is that bliss she's so sweet yeah but i think it's okay for people to realize like chad and you know i think back and i was listening to other podcasts review it like if my son came home and was like, I just met this girl and we're going to get married, I'd be like, what the fuck? Honestly. <laughs> yeah. That's same. Just because I'm a proponent of taking time with things and making sure you know somebody. But what I did like that Micah's mom said and her dad said is we know Micah. So we're trusting Micah in this. Yeah. And I think that's fair. And I think that's really the only way to go about it. Because you yeah. really don't. It's true. What Bliss's dad said, he was like, I mean, he's a lawyer, so he must be smart. But do I really know that he's a lawyer? I mean, they could lie. Yeah. I don't know. You don't. How do they? Does Netflix make sure? Maybe they do. I mean. They probably run a background check. To check that that's yeah. what you really do. Um, especially if they're advertising this as an experiment mm-hmm. like when you actually do an experiment you yeah. check your facts before yeah. moving forward anyways but um back to micah's friend shelby oh my get out she of here she is so jealous of micah and she's micah in love should with her. not yes she's in love with her and she doesn't want anyone else to be with micah yeah possessive yeah and then when paul when they were at the party and they first met paul and he was like, well, I don't care. Dude, I was like, pop off, Paul. Because yeah. she was like, I'm going to be a bitch to you. And he was like, okay, well, I don't care. And then Michael was like, why would you say that? And then Shelby was like, this is not it, Micah. Okay, I, I know you and I've like loved you my entire life. And this is not it. Like, because oh I want to marry you. Yeah. And then Paul is like, he's looking at Micah and he's like, well, I care about you. And I don't care about what anyone has to say yeah. about me. And facts. But also, Shelby is not it at all. And the other friend, too. The other friend was better. But, but she was she, also smiling. When, yeah. I'm like, ew, what kind of friend? Do you? Clearly, Micah doesn't know how to choose friends, though, because of Irina. She was, like, supporting <gasps> what she was doing in the pods. So true. And how Micah handled that with Irina she i think she handled that great yeah how she was talking to her and expressing her concerns but micah handled that great yeah and i think she came back from that but seeing the kind of friends that she keeps in her circle yeah she can't choose them right no Mm -mm. Mm -mm. and like and it was kind of fucked how she said i think you should say first what you want to say because you wanted to say yes but you knew deep down that he was maybe gonna say no and you didn't want to look stupid but either way you look stupid yeah sorry i i I honestly am not against it because if you know you're gonna say yes and and you have a feeling the other person's gonna say no Mm -hmm. it's like i don't want to get it's gonna hurt either way but it's just more embarrassing yeah i get it i guess yeah okay Let's talk about Kwame and Chelsea and the fact that they literally, if they stay together for a long time, I'm so surprised. Don't tell me about their Instagrams because I'm not going to look at it until after the reunion, okay? Okay. Have you looked? I have. (gasps) I don't think I've looked at all of them, though. Okay. But I will say, I think because the reunion is not out yet, it's not very clear. Mm. Either way. Yeah. So, 
They'll release it after. I think so. Yeah. I think that's what they're doing. So, Kwame should have said no. Literally. I don't think they're going to last. Kwame kept thinking about Micah the whole damn time. Mm -hmm. And... He was saying, this is too too much of a sacrifice, me moving to Seattle. Yeah. Which, like, it's a lot to move. It is. And, I mean, you have every right to feel that way. Mm -hmm. And if it's too much for you... That's fine, but just be honest. Yeah. And be just tell her you don't want to... Just like Zach. I love Zach because he said, yeah. okay, this is not going to work out. He literally didn't waste time. With Irina. With Irina. Yeah. He was like, no. Like, you. Do. she was kind... She was disgusted by him, and I'm disgusted by you, Irina. Yeah. Because you were not honest at bitch. all. She's the worst. And I'm never here for canceling someone. I don't think anybody should be canceled, but you're a bitch. Except for Irina. but i i you know people are clowning zach but i even think he's like a little handsome too sweetheart yeah he's sweet dorks and nerds are like the best those are the true kings in our society and they are the ones who keep this world at turning oh (laughs) (laughs) at peace yes oh Brittany, do you believe the world is flat just kidding. No, you do. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. We we date nerds, right? So yes, I they're think like that's the best. so. Yeah, it's the best. So Bliss just knows what's right for her, and her dad's gonna be proven wrong. And she's so pretty, and they're just so cute. Bliss is gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, I love her eyebrows. She's yeah. so pretty. Flashes, eyebrows, face snatched, snatched, and um. <laughs> All right, who else? Brett and Tiffany. Oh, I loved. I love them. And I think we saw a small different side from Brett when he got upset about his pants. I am not mad about I'm it. I'm not mad about it. I'm not. I think I'm okay. I'm a little anti pretty boy. Mm. A little anti. Like perfectionist? Yes, but that's because in my personal experience, it's been tied to people who aren't nice to me so that's not necessarily true just because you and i think it's completely fine to care about what you look he's also i didn't realize i think on the design team for nike i did he clearly say that mm-hmm. oh my god i totally missed that i saw that online yeah so it's who he is it's what he likes i think it's fine yeah i would be equally upset if the outfit on my very special day was not to my specifications yeah yeah. And I think he has every right to feel that way. And Tyler was like, why is he so mad? I'm like, okay, it's not that he got this thing up. Like, it wasn't his doing. Mm-hmm. He, like, it seemed like he tasked a, a bachelor mm-hmm. to do it. Mm-hmm. And they didn't make sure that this was to his specifications. And so when he tried it on, he's like, what the heck? We're hours away from my wedding day. And this is, like, a really special day for me, and it needs to be perfect. There should be no surprises. Yeah. Which I get. In the trailers, I was like, what is he talking about? They made it look, because she looked so sad. I was so, I'm like, I don't, I literally fast forward it. She was like, I can't believe this is happening to me. And they got, dude, the editing in that trailer was so good. They made me think. Because they also put her sound on Chelsea's, and so I thought it was Chelsea doing that. Oh, I didn't even realize I think so, that. yeah. Oh, the editing team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I cannot wait to hear from Irina, from Josh, from Jackie, 
you should watch i found this podcast from lauren hamilton you remember oh, from yes. season one mm-hmm. she has a podcast it's called we have the receipts and she's talking about um love is blind season four on here you listen to it yeah and they brought Irina on but they were like, I don't know if this is how they truly feel or they just didn't want to start beef. But I'm mm. like, they were like, uh, some people respect you, Irina, because, you know, you were just like speaking your mind and you were like she was being sticking rude. to, no. you know, and like speaking your mind is different from being rude. Yeah. You were being so rude and you would laugh and kind of say it in a sweet voice. But yeah. you calling him a cartoon was not a compliment. No. And you saying when you would talk to Micah, you were talking shit about Zach, saying that he gives you the ick. Yeah. You're rude. And so, no. She tried to be like, well, looking back now, I regret it. I was, like, a little mean or whatever. I'm like... You are, and it just... That makes me sad because you missed out. What was upsetting for me about Irina is that she was like, I'm so particular i've had all these insecurities about my own appearance so i would never judge someone on the way they look like do you remember yeah she was so she said i thought about all the different scenarios of how he could look like and i uh, and it doesn't matter it doesn't matter and then and literally mattered yeah and she was like the biggest asshole about it of the looks yeah was irena she's the shake of this season period i said it and that it's the worst season mm-hmm. of Love is Blind. Yeah. Love, he was season trash. one. Everyone been... trashed on No, him. but that was not just not a good season. Mm-hmm. It was so... I hated All everybody. I hated everyone on that Ugh. one. I was like, ew, this show sucks. And then season three happened and I was like, okay. I'm here. I still watched it. So Me anyways, uh, any other takeaways? Mm, when uh, Paul was saying that he didn't feel Micah had that nurturing, motherly oh, characteristic. Yeah. He couldn't envision her um, being the mother of his yeah. children. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. but, but that's honest. Like, he's, just like Zach, is very practical on his perspective. And mm-hmm. 10 out of 10. But I will say, I saw a clip on TikTok where mm-hmm. someone, before I saw these this episode, yeah. and they were asking Micah, either how she's doing or whatever, and she started to cry, and mm-hmm. it made me think, like, they weren't together, but I didn't know if they decided to be together and then not. So it kind of ruined it for me. I was like, oh, I think yeah. obviously something negative happened. But I don't think Paul was wrong in doing what he did. No. If he, he, he said that it didn't feel reciprocated. Yeah, so she was ready to say yes, but he has a higher expectation of what he wants and he knows what he wants maybe more clearly than her Mm -hmm. and maybe she wanted all these things out of from him yeah and he just didn't agree and i think that's okay but do you think it's a side that he would have seen later as they grew because you grow with someone like you change over time yeah and i think that's maybe he that's the downside from my opinion do i think do you think love is blind do I think love is blind? Yeah. Like, if I were to do this experiment, I don't know. I would I would say no. I think I say no. Yeah. There's because too many factors. For me, genuinely, life is so unpredictable and life is so complex that I don't think you could see 
somebody and the lights that you need to. And I feel like as someone who has anxiety, I feel like I need to know everything. I think, yeah, and that's my perspective. And if it's one too. month in, I'm like, bro, I don't know I don't enough. know enough. Yeah. Yeah. So I think maybe that's the downside of this. Like maybe she does have that side of her, but she wasn't given an opportunity to show it. Um, I don't like, though, that he said, like, that you're the, like, only person that I've met that's been, like, I don't know, he was like, you've he never made up. me, yeah, you've never made mm-hmm. me feel this way, you're so rare, like, I love you, he, and then he's like, no. He did talk her up. I will say, I think he was so conflicted on the, f- on the mere fact that this was quick. Mm-hmm. I think, honestly, I think he wanted to say yes. Yeah. But I feel like he also was overthinking it. He was overthinking it. So, because yeah. immediately when he went to her, when she was crying, and like, did I mess up? Did I, made a mis- did I yeah. make a mistake? Yeah. Yeah. So I cannot wait to hear from him. That's a little fucked up that he did say that, though. Yeah. Like, but you already did be it. Be confident in yeah. your choice. Your, yes. 100%. In your decision, because don't say that to Micah. Yeah, because now you're now like, what the fuck? crying. Yeah. And you just said this in front of her entire family and yours. And it's totally okay for her to be that upset because that's so embarrassing. Yeah. And it almost seemed like he was neutral about it. And he was like, I didn't really like that he was staying with her after he walked with her, which is fine. But then she was like, I need to leave. I need to be alone. And then he was like, no, he was like, but I love you. And I'm like, yeah, he kind of dismissed that for a second. Yeah, but she wants space right now. Yeah. True. Yeah. So I can't wait. We're talking about it more after the reunion. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. But that was our episode, guys. I loved it. I hope you enjoyed it. And we're so excited for next week. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Spotify, at not the girlies podcast. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.